Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Comedy, January, a theme. You have to pick a theme in this day and age. Comedies, some don't age like fine wine. Some of them are just rediscovered. You know, this is a comedy that was not the greatest, but it was hilarious. And that, of course, and it was directed by Ben Fancone, Fancone, or Fancone, the husband of Melissa McCarthy. I'm talking about Tammy. Yes, I'm going to do a show about Tammy. I know some of you are like, it sucked. But some of it was funny. And I bring it up because I remember I had a really bad day in 2015. And I watched it. And oh my God, it was hilarious. And sometimes that's what a good comedy does. It reinvigorates your sense of humanity. Yes, it did. And humor. And it's just plain fucking funny. And Melissa, here's the thing with Melissa McCarthy. I think what happens is that the studios are like, oh, they think everything that she does turns to gold, which doesn't always happen. There's always going to be a hit and a miss. And I think Tammy was kind of a miss. But there are elements of it are, that are funny. First, you've got Susan Sarandon playing her grandmother. She gets fired from her job at Topper or something. And I think it's a pie store. I don't remember. You know, and her real life husband is playing her boss. You know, yeah. And there are elements of it are funny. Kathy Bates is in it. Sandra Oh is in it. They play lesbians. You know, um, there's a really funny moment where Susan Sarandon's character, she's promised by these teenagers booze. And they're like, yeah, she said she buys booze. And they're like, oh, don't, lady. And. And Melissa McCarthy's like, don't call me lady. I'm not that much older than you. We're going to do drugs. She's like, yeah, I want you to do drugs. I want you to do bath salts and eat her face off. I was like, oh, shit. And then the grandmother hooks up with that one guy from Veep. And they have a wild night. And they kick Tammy out of the, the uh, you know, hotel room. And that's the other thing. Susan Sarandon's character is an alcoholic. So grandma's got a problem. And then you know who plays uh, the father in Tammy? Tan Aykroyd. So there are elements of Tammy. Yes, it's like, oh, God, what is going on here? But she's not doing an accent. She's not, you know. And then she falls in love with this one guy. Comedian. He's been in a couple of things. And we'll do a second helping to dive into the cast. Because right now I'm not hands-free. Um, but yeah, it's... You know what? I loved it. it. I'll never forget that moment. That was a really bad day in 2015. And watching Tammy was just kind of like... You know, sometimes you have to watch the cheesiest, stupidest comedy. And it was. Tammy, you know, and it was... It seemed to be a labor of love, you know. And I know that Melissa McCarthy and Susan Sarandon and or wasn't Melissa McCarthy, but I know Susan Sarandon and Kathy Bates smoked weed together. So, you know, that's always good when the cast gets together to have fun.
Remember that? Remember what I used to say on the show about so-and-so? What's wrong with him? We're supposed to be having fun! Fun! Someone's little cheddar. Yeah. Did they want to have fun? And yeah, it was a moment. It was a moment. Tammy is a moment. It's a comedy. 2014. You know, they played it on cable a couple of times. That that's that movie where she puts on the paper bag over her head and she robs some pie store. Then she ends up getting... She goes to jail for it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But there are elements within that movie that are just freaking wild. And you got to leave it to Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is a natural comedian. Okay? doesn't hurt that she was part of the growlings. It doesn't hurt, you know, that... I mean, in terms of her comedy DNA, and, and a lot of us remember her from Gilmore Girls, where she played Suki, okay? And, you know, and yeah, she's playing second fiddle to Laura, you know, um, Lorelai. Uh, but, and then you look at, out of the entire cast, she, you know, here she is Oscar nominated you know, the successful comedian, okay? And when we say, now, you think of Bridesmaids. When we say the name Melissa McCarthy, everyone knows who you're talking about. Well, Gilmore Girls, it was like, oh, that's Suki. You know? Um, so, and then even even um, Alex Borstein was on the first season of Gilmore Girls, including Seth MacFarlane. So all of these people know each other. This is comedy DNA, motherfuckers. And Tammy has that, you know. And I, I love Melissa McCarthy. I think she is fabulous, you know. Um, and Tammy. Tammy, like I said, Tammy was not a hit. Although, like I said, if I discovered it and I had a really bad day, I thought it was hilarious. And there were elements of that that just made things burn a little brighter it's like okay i had this shitty day in 2015 i think it was in march and i rose above it i watched or was it april that that's such a fuzzy time for me i wasn't podcasting yet you know podcasting is such a it's such a thing to do you know now it's very in vogue you know it's every everyone and chickens are doing it um i want to give a shout out shit happens when you party naked because when i started doing a podcast i had no idea what i was doing and listening to shit happens when you party naked they really upped my game in terms of giving me tools and giving me uh facebook pages to go to to promote the show because you know i promote the show myself I edit the show myself. I am my own producer. And so when 2020 hit and that, you know, this this was the age of being your own boss. I already knew a thing or two about that in terms of running a podcast, you know, created my own merchandise once. I, I don't know if because I rebranded the show as a film podcast, you know, before that I was talking about politics and music. I still talk about music, politics. You know what? After what happened, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. Um, But I will say on that matter. Oh, God. 
is that my my professor who was a government teacher my professor who was a government teacher taught us the value of of why of why we have this government why this government is in place and how you know there are things in place within the constitution to block situations such as what happened so yeah you know the the constitution it's in place and yeah it 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 saved us for today and we'll be back after these Tammy messages. And we're back like that on the Dr. Zeus film podcast. And I promised you because I always make promises that I can keep to my audience about the movie Tammy. And how hilarious it was and if we can find it you know this is friday and last night's episode was about the movie friday it should have been today but you know thing things things have a way of transforming you know differently and we can't because it's got music oh here we go those buns are all still good. Just change the hats. Boom. Later, dummy. How about a beer? No. Whiskey. No. Oh, my God. You're pregnant. I'm driving a car. Put her do this. God, I got stuck. It's all right. Go ahead, push. National Forest. Where are we? We're Missouri. We went in the wrong direction, and you do know who Mark Twain is, right? I know who he is. Good guy. He's a good guy. Look out, fish! Coming in hot! Might be too hot! Too hot! Man! I lost my glasses. What have you ever done that's that cool? I watched Neil Armstrong walk on the moon. On his bike? Neil. (laughs) Three o'clock. Got something on the radar at three. That's nine. Where are you putting your twelve? Straight ahead. Look at three. Three, three, three. Oh, boy. You two sisters? No, she's like a hundred. <laughs> Where's your wife tonight? I'm not married. Green light. What? 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 I feel like we're kind of getting somewhere. For more. You get it? Re- really? Those are some clips from Tammy. Yes, Melissa McCarthy. I mean, it's funny, you know. 
I mean, you know, she she needs a little help from Grandma, who is hilariously played by Susan Sarandon. But then you throw Kathy. I love Kathy Bates. I think Kathy Bates has had an interesting career. You think of Misery. You think of Fried Green Tomatoes. Um, the American Horror Story series, which she is, she sinks her teeth into it. But that's, I think, why we love Kathy Bates. Because if it's if it's weird, she'll take it on. I loved her and Dolores Claiborne. I think Dolores Claiborne is Kathy Bates at her best, and it doesn't hurt that it's a Stephen King novel. Um, but. She, I think she plays Tammy's cousin or aunt lesbian. It's hilarious. And oh my god. Yeah, there is moments in Tammy where it's like, oh my god. I can't believe this. Disney Plus. I can't believe it. I love I love when we try to access YouTube and, and there's commercials, whatever, whatever. But thankfully, I know when to dodge it. Thanks for bailing. Here we go. That's really nice. Of course. Anybody would have done it. No, not really. They wouldn't have. So it was. Thanks. I'm glad I could help. I like your hair like this, by the way. Oh. It's nice. I don't know. Suzanne did this weird. She did this weird what? Clampy thing. Oh, it's pretty. Anyway. You know, I get it. You know, you get a little little taste of Tammy and you kind of come clamoring back for more. You get it? Mm-hmm. Re- really? <laughs> kind of, I'm like a Cheeto. You can't eat just one. <laughs> Tammy, that's Lay's potato chips. That's not Cheetos. No, not for me. I, I love a Cheeto. Oh, well, thankfully she doesn't love the Cheeto that everyone's really trying to get rid of. So, I think what happens is... She robs. Here it is. Robs the robs the pie place. You want some pies? Oh, I pie. Well, get get a pile for you. Get a pile for. If you change your attitude, I'd like to give you some pies on me. No, that's okay. Thanks. I don't care for him. God damn it! What did we just talk about? I have a gun on you. I offered you pie. He likes pies. He's got a gun to his face. Anything I say, he's gonna like. I ask you. You want some pies? I like pies. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Put a stack of pies for her, a stack of pies for me. Which one? I think this is all of it. Just get over there. Go. Don't walk right toward the gun. Sorry. Put pies in there. Put them in. Don't don't creep up on me like that. Larry, seriously. You like apple? I do like apple. But don't make me... I don't want to have to choose between you. Just Larry. Larry, she's telling me to take you out. I'm a veteran. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> See, I told you. And and yeah, you know, I, like I said, this helped me 
and a really crazy time. And that's what movies do. And, you know, sometimes... And, and it has an interesting cast. It's not the best movie. And that's the thing when I do this show. We don't have to talk about always the best movies. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the factoids. Directed by Ben Falcone, Melissa McCarthy, Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, producers. Written by Ben Falcone and Melissa McCarthy. It made... Whoa, okay, $100 million. All right, all right. Oh, not bad, not bad. Box Tam- Tammy grossed $84.5 million in North America and $60 million in other territories. The film grossed six point two million on its opening day. Okay, $20 million budget. Not bad, not bad. Got a worst actress nomination. Melissa McCarthy as Tammy, Susan Sarandon as Pearl Balls and Deb's mother, Don's mother-in-law, and Tammy's grandmother. Kathy Bates as Lenora Balzing, Pearl's cousin. Allison Janney as Deb, Tammy's mother. Oh, Dan Aykroyd as Don, Tammy's father. Mark Duplass as Bobby Tillman, Tammy's love interest. Gary Cole as Earl Tillman, Bobby's father and Pearl's love interest. Oh, Tony Collette is Miss Jenkins, Tammy, and Greg's neighbor and Greg's love interest. Oh, God. Sandra Oh as Suzanne, Lenore's wife. Ooh. Yeah. It's got an interesting cast. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And that, of course, is Tammy, directed by Ben Falcone. Or is it Falcone? Let's ask Siri. Ben Falcone from Wikipedia. Falcone, okay. And he's married to Melissa McCarthy. They have babies. Yeah. It was funny. It was funny. Oh, I didn't know this. Charlene McLean had been offered the role of Tammy's diabetic grandmother, but the deal never came to fruition due to her scheduling conflicts with Downtown Abbey. On March 20th, 2013, Susan Sarandon took the role of the grandmother. Sarandon wore prosthetic ankles to reflect the diabetic symptoms. Kathy Bates joined the cast to play the grandmother's lesbian cousin who saves the duo from bad spots. Oh my. That is Tammy. As always, unpleasant dreams. Good evening. I know, I sound a little different. The microphone, everything needs to be charged. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. January comedies. You know, I was with this list. It's like, okay, what do we talk about? What do we not talk about? And I just thought briefly, let's just talk about Charlie Chaplin. Because, you know, a lot of these pratfalls, a lot of this comedic timing would not be in existence if it weren't for the vaudevillians and if it weren't for the the dance hall and the stage hall people like Charlie Chaplin, like Mary Pickford, who, you know, became the first movie stars of the 20th century. You know, the, the art of film belongs within the context of the 20th century. The 20th century is basically film the beginning and all of the things that we were able to achieve and continuous in terms of not just effects, but, 
uh, having film be declared an art form. You know, you got to understand people didn't know where they called them talkies or they called them Nickelodeons. And you would you would spin the wheel yourself and the movie would move. Okay, you know, it's it's like using the, the stick to move the ball. You have to do it through your own ingenuity. And, you know, Charlie Chaplin, the icon, the man. And I'm not really going to play any clips because some of his best movies were silent. So, and, you know, what an icon. A controversial icon because, you know, with the great dictator, he was basically parodying Hitler. Okay. Sir Charles... Spencer Chaplin, born April 16th, 1889, died December 25th, 1977. He became worldwide icon through his screen persona, The Tramp, and is considered one of the most important figures in the history of the film industry. His career spanned more than 75 years from childhood to the Victorian era until his year before his death in 1977 and encompassed both adulation and controversy and that's the thing if you are an icon of that magnitude you can't have the adulation without some controversy and his you know his beginnings um he was scouted for the film industry and began appearing in the 1914 for keystone studios he soon developed the tramp persona and formed a large fan base he directed his own films and continued to hone his craft as he moved to the sa SNA Mutual and First National Corporations. By 1918, he was one of the best known figures in the world. In 1919, Chaplin co founded the distribution company United Artists, which gave him complete control over his films. Now, that is a rarity. His first feature uh, length film was The Kid in 1921, followed by A Woman in Paris in 1923, The Gold Rush, which is his masterpiece, 1925 and the circus. He initially refused to move to sound films in the 1930s, instead producing City Lights, 1931, and Modern Times, 1936, without dialogue. He became increasingly political, and his first sound film was The Great Dictator in 1940, which satired Adolf Hitler. The 1940s were a decade marked with controversy for Chaplin, and his popularity declined rapidly. He was accused of communist sympathies, and some members of the press and the public found his involvement in a paternity suit and marriages to too much younger women scandalous and an fbi investigation was opened and chaplin was forced to leave the united states and settle in switzerland he abandoned the tramp in his later years yeah you know he's he's the first to write produce act and direct his own stuff you know him and buster keaton his uh, films were categorized by slapstick combined with pathos tip typified in the Tramp's struggles against adversity. Many contain uh, social and political themes as well as autobiographical elements. He received an honorary Academy Award for the inaccurate effect he had in making motion pictures the art form of his century in 1972. As part of a renewed appreciation for his work, he continues to be held in high regard with The Gold Rush, City Lights, Modern Times, and The Great Dictator, often ranked on the list of the greatest films of all time. Now, The Great Dictator now has a following in comedy circles because that was Chaplin really just going for it. 
you know, and he had the, the, the two characters, the tramp, and then he had the dictator. So within the film, you know, this, this man was an icon. And the beauty of that is, and his, and his brother said it to him, you know, you're the biggest star in the world and no one knows what you look out, look like out of the costume because they knew him as the tramp with the mustache and the hair and the hat and the makeup. You know, they didn't know him as Charles Spencer Chaplin out of... It was almost like drag. It was almost, as RuPaul would say, we're all born, you know, naked and then uh, the clothes are our drag. That's our persona, our drag persona. Yes, I am equating Charlie Chaplin with drag. But hey, it's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's Saturday night, you know... Charlie Chaplin films. If I had to recommend one for you to watch, it would be The Gold Rush. The Gold Rush has the dance of the dinner rolls, the moment where he's trying to eat the shoe. Him and his buddy are destitute and they're eating a shoe. Okay? And then they start looking at each other and the illusion that they're both appearing to each other as chicken and they're hungry. They are hungry. And the dance of the dinner rolls is such an iconic moment, you know. And the way Charlie Chaplin, the the tramp walk, you know, and look, the mustache, everything about the tramp. That is such an iconic persona, you know. And And I remember on Sesame Street when I was little how they tried to emulate the tramp. And then when you see the actual tramp and it's like, whoa. You know, he first got, I mean, the first film of his was in 1914, Kid at Auto Races, which took place in Southern California. You know, Hollywood at that time was very, very small. A lot of those films, they filmed out here in Northern California uh, along the Delta River. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin is and will always be an icon. In 1928, he received an honorary Oscar, a special Oscar, because of everything for the circus, because there was no category for him. That says something right there is that you're, there's no category for you. And his only time being nominated for Best Actor was for The Great Dictator. And he lost, of course. You know, but that. That is a moment. That movie is a moment. And so tonight, I recommend The Great Dictator, The Gold Rush, The, the, the Kid, and um, Modern Times. So this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast saluting Charlie Chaplin. We are going to salute Buster Keaton uh, at some point. Because Buster Keaton and Chaplin, you can't say that one is better than the other because they're both important in their own right. And what they bring to comedy, what they bring to motion pictures in terms of innovation is truly astounding. As always, iconoclastic, unpleasant dreams.